Welcome to Warren Radio with your hosts, the Watchman Dana Smith and Tower. Thanks for listening. Greetings in the name of the Lord and welcome to Warren Radio. This is Tower. I'm here with the Watchman and we are glad you joined us. Please send all your prayer requests and correspondence to to us through our contact page at warn-usa.com. You can listen to our Warn Radio episodes on warn-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. Warn Radio is now on the following platforms. Amazon Prime Music in Podcast, Spreaker, Blueberry, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, Tune in, Google Play Music, Blog Talk Radio, Podcast Addict, Castbox, Google Podcast, Deezer, Spotify, Anchor, and Pocket Cast. And do not miss these posts on warn-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. Blood Guilt Sins of Tophet. This article is about the shedding of innocent blood. It is not an attempt to produce man's science on this. It is a biblical treatise on blood guilt and a warning for America and any nation that practices it. America's Second and Final Civil War There is a man's purpose and ideas he follows through on. Many purposes can fill a person's life. Yet in the end, we find God's purpose will be followed through. Night cometh, heralding end of days. The night comes and it heralds the end of days. It will be a time of deception and truth, and this will force you to make life-changing decisions. The following are the latest posts on warn-usa.com. Dunamis of Acts Classic Warn Radio Series Parts 1 through 7 and Dunamis of Acts Classic Warn Radio Series Parts 8 through 14. Acts Classic Warn Series Acts Classic Warn Radio is a 14-part series in two sections. We bring you the action as it continues heating up as the gospel goes forth in power. Ministers, prophets, and teachers were gathered together. Christian Persecution Classic Warren Radio Prophecy News This is one of our Classic Warren Radio shows from our archives and is made available in a new post to you. Be sure to get your copy of The Rising. The Rising is a Christian fiction thriller by the watchman Dana Glenn Smith. Everything was okay, or so they thought. A truth so unbelievable, it took a miracle to fight back. Don't miss The Rising. The Rising continues the story of Mac, a former black ops sniper, and details the takeover of America. Hidden within the storyline of The Rising is the truth of what's happening in America now. The Watchman wrote this book in 2019, even before COVID and all the rioting by BLM and Antifa started. And we didn't publish until 2021. <coughs> and you can get your copy of The Rising on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Books A Million, Ingram, Walmart, Google Play. And Google Play also has the ebook. And you can also get your copy of The Rising by going to Dana Glenn Smith. And while on the site, be sure to sign up for the WIBR Warren Radio Newsletter. And now I welcome in the Watchman. You're listening to Warren Radio on the WIBR Warren Radio Network. 
Don't forget to visit our websites at warn-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. And also follow us on Twitter, find us on Instagram, and join us on LinkedIn. Greetings, Dana. How are you doing tonight? Well, you know, in spite of the election, I'm doing good. Yeah, it's... Greetings. Welcome to another Friday morning edition of Sound the Shofar. Shabbat begins tonight. The weekend begins tonight. And the warnings over this last week have been of World War III. It amazes me how quick we can go from a real good America, an America that in every figure that you can measure was at the top of its game. And that was under Donald Trump. Whether you like him, whether you don't like him, if you look at the figures, what the Democrats have done is 180 degrees in reverse. We've got one of the worst economies And they try to deceive you, saying it's not. Blaming Trump for everything, that hasn't stopped. I don't think these guys know how to not blame Trump. I've seen uh, a young woman who was fundamental in a jury foreman selection, uh, uh, grand jury thing. She was elected and she became the focal point of what not to do in a grand jury because she went around and highlighted everything she had. And of course her target was Donald Trump. And of course Dershowitz and everybody else that read it, and Dershowitz is not a Trump supporter, but he will defend Trump because it's illegal. It's also immoral. And of course, she's taking this tour and celebrating the evidence they have, or whatever it is. And there's a picture of her that I have sent to me. Um, Mike Huckabee has an email list, and I'm on it. He was writing about it and had a picture of her. Big, cheesy grin, looks kind of foolish. This whole thing is irritating. These are serious legal matters and to put inexperienced, stupid people in charge is the biggest affront to the America that I grew up in. Of course, we may not have any smart people left. It sure seems like everybody is dumb in this country today. I mean, it does. I mean, you look at what's happening. Well, you know, for instance, if you were growing up when I was growing up and you came out of the 50s into the 60s and you had a channel by the name of Disney, you know, you were there, I think it's Sunday night, every Sunday night every week. The the entire family watched it. Today, Disney is losing lots of money, and they've pretty much uh, been the voice of a woke generation, uh, full of stuff I'm not interested in. It's sad. We see a lot of that happening today. But you can go over to Mike Huckabee's site and you can check out his newsletter. 
you'll find it there. I don't know the woman's name. But I've seen a lot of that. Even that stuff during Trump's tenure as president, they spent all their time trying to impeach him, get rid of him, and shift, lied. He know he lied. He admitted he lied, and he was glad. I mean, these are the politicians you have out there today. Joe Biden gives more money away to Ukraine. Didn't even go visit the train wreck over in Palestine. Totally ignored it. Buttigieg didn't even go right away. They didn't see any federal help for quite a while. Just absolutely unconscionable what these bunch of people who are up there in the White House. And they got there because they cheated on the election. We know they cheat. We know they lie. Now you can say, well, no, they don't. Well, I know they do. They've admitted it. Our country is in shambles. Our politicians lie. They're self-centered. They're prideful. They don't want to repent. And if they lead America to hell, they're happy. Because they want to destroy it and make it into what they want, which is a socialist society. And they could very well succeed. But you see, this is, this is the world. Now we've got Putin talking about World War III. And you see, because we have social media, before his words ever cool down, that's Putin's words about World War III, it's already been around the world 14 times because of the Internet. I mean, he, he doesn't even have to put out a, you know, any kind of an official press release. Because the fact that he said it, and it's on the Internet, boom, that's it. Just a little bit of clip, putting it on the internet, and boy, everybody in the world knows. I got a good look at a picture of Putin. He's looking older, heavier. He don't look well. They say he's fighting cancer. But uh, he's been talking with Z, and Z and China have been warning America the first time I noticed officially was back in 2000-something. Even their generals were speaking up that they were going to destroy some of the cities on the West Coast. So maybe they, they're going to have their wish now. They're, they're going to join Putin and create holy hell all over an old man that can't remember half the things he says and, and falls going up the steps, which is, you know, people fall up steps. <laughs> they do. And the way you make steps, if those steps are a little different than what you're used to, then you're going to fall because sometimes they make the board shorter, the step part. And there, there is a difference there. So welcome to the new America. Today we're talking about the flaming fire revelation, throne of iniquity, part three. And when we talk about that, we talk about the coming of the Lord, we talk about deception, we talk about a lot of things. And speaking of deception, wanted to take a few moments to tell you you know, over the course of our ministry, the Lord has allowed me to come across several antichrists. I don't know what it is. There was one in Russia. There was one down in Florida, by the way, 
in the church, and he had come from South America. There was one in Australia. And then I've seen several across the internet. There was one in Russia. All claiming to be the Lord. And uh, one actually put up a church. And he taught the congregation to put the mark on saying 666. Yeah, true story. This was back in the early 2000s. Well, I came across another one. Matter of fact, I came across him a long time ago. I'm sure it's the same guy on Instagram. And uh, this has been a long, long time ago And uh, when I first noticed this. <clears throat> and uh, he claimed to be the I Am. He claimed to be Jesus, Yahshua. Well, the other day I was going through uh, some of my notifications on Instagram because I, I have a lot of Instagram, I mean a lot of accounts. I've, we're on two Instagram accounts. We get tons of notifications. Uh, and uh, I came across one who was talking to me about the fact that I, I was talking about Jesus Christ and Yeshua and the whole nine yards. He didn't like that. And he went through his typical spiel that he is the I am. And he lambasted the Lord saying he wasn't the true son of God. So this guy is talking about all this, right? Little paragraph. And he fits it all in. And so you got to be warned. You know, we are in the last days. There are those people that are going to come across you and they will know scripture. And they will come forth as an antichrist. Now, this is not funny. These guys are real. Now, I've yet to see a woman claim to be the Lord. All of these were men. Younger men. And some of them probably were, you know, 30 to 40. And so it's important for you to understand that there is our God and our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. And I, I tell people, you know, quite clearly, in the Greek, the name of the Lord is Jesus. That's, that's how you pronounce it. I-E-S-O-U-S, -S, I believe. And how it got from Jesus to Jesus um, is kind of a complicated explanation, but I talked about it years ago. But yet, when I got saved, and I know I had a prophet, a Jewish prophet, uh, who was also a Christian. And uh, he talked about getting saved in the name of Jesus. And when I, when I came to the Lord, I came to the Lord Jesus Christ. That's what was in the churches. That's, we knew about it. I was raised believing in him. But yet God had to get me out of the church in order to get me to the point where he could use me. Now I know there's people that will object to that. Well, I don't care whether you object or not. It really makes no difference to me. Because over the years I have fought, stood up to, and, you know, things like that don't bother me. I don't care. You want to listen to our programs? Listen. You don't want to listen to them? Don't. It's just like that. We speak the truth. But see, when I also delineate, I believe in our God and our Father who told Moses, I am that I am. 
and that he is real. And he has a son who is also real. Matter of fact, in Psalms 2, it says, Kiss the son lest he be angry. That's what the psalmist said. Well, when you talk about kissing the son, what that means is you repent. You come up to him, give him the status that he is. Because the Old Testament does talk about the the redemption and the coming Messiah. And if you listen to our Isaiah series, which is long-running, I put in a lot of stuff in it. It's not your typical Isaiah series. And I talk about a lot of things. And this week we've been talking about a lot of the prophecies involves one of the most important portions of Isaiah concerning the Son of God and the coming of the Messiah. So we believe in Jesus Christ, Yahshua HaMashiach. Now Yahshua itself is the shortened form. There's a real long name in, in Hebrew to that. But it's a common shortened name, Yeshua. But to delineate, we believe, as we do in America, in English, we call the Son of God Jesus Christ. He has a Hebrew name. He also is represented by a lot of types the lion of the tribe of Judah, the door to the sheepfold, the great shepherd, the way, the truth, and the life. Further, no man comes unto the Father but by me. And so, when I say that I believe in the Son of God, Jesus Christ, Yahshua HaMashiach, I believe in the Jesus Christ, Yeshua HaMashiach, who is the true Son of Almighty God, who is the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the great and mighty and most revered God. And if he's coming again, which he is, he's going, there's one sign that the devil's not going to copy. He's going to come in the clouds in glory with the armies of heaven period he's not going to pop up on Aunt Martha's farm and just arrive or get born you know say like any time and say like he and I believe the Antichrist he's not going to be an old guy he's going to have to have a lot of a lot of energy so he comes along pops out of nowhere and says hey I'm the true son of God. Yeah, sure you are. Now you got to understand, these people know your doctrine. They know how to shake you. Now you've got to get tough. you got to stand in there with the word of God. And you have got to stand by your faith. And you got to rebuke it. Now, see, today you can't hear it, but I started it earlier and I turned it down for the show. But I have all the Gospels playing. And I do this commonly throughout the house during the daytime when I'm working, because I work in my house. And I'm here all the time. And when I'm not doing shows, I'm writing, I'm publishing, I'm keeping our websites up. But I have the Word of God playing most of the time. And if I don't have that, I'll have Christian music based, true Christian music that has the Word in it, the Son of God in it, and redemption. We always used to say, play the blood songs. There's power in the blood. And there's a whole bunch of them, but modern generation of Christians don't seem to like them anymore it's hard to find the old carols but I got a songbook, so I can sing them what I'm telling you is be careful for you and your family's sake 
Pray for your family all the time. Lift them up in prayer every day. Every day. When they go out, don't let them go out that door without a prayer of protection. You know, and to keep them, keep them from the evil. The Lord prayed, Father, I pray that you would not take them out of the world, but keep them from the evil. And there's another reference to keeping them from the evil. The evil there is direct reference to the devil, Satan, Lucifer, the dragon. Keep them from the evil. And another one, and I'll pray it right now. Father, I watch and pray always that those who are listening would be counted worthy to escape all these things that are going to come to pass and to stand before the Son of Man. And I pray that for my family. In Jesus' name. And in Jesus' name, I bind you, Satan, and the powers of darkness from this prayer and from all who hear it and all who agree with it and all who stand in it. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, let it be done. Pray the word of God. Now that one, watch and pray, is in a little section of Luke 21. I think it's somewhere between 34 and 36. You'll see it. Now the other one, keep us from keep them from the evil, is found in, uh, I believe it's uh, John 17 or John 18. It's one of those. But you'll find it. It's it's when he's standing before, kneeling before his father, praying, and he's praying about a lot of things. You have to understand. The Lord warned one of the most things that he warned about before anything before he told you what was coming do not be deceived many will come in my name claiming to be me he said and further into those Matthew Mark and Luke sections that detail the Lord's telling them about the end of days and what was coming He talked about the sign of the Son of Man coming in the clouds. That's the sign we're looking for. We're not looking for him again in Aunt Martha's cornfield. We're not looking for him to pop up alongside Adam Schiff in the government. <laughs> you know, we, we're not looking for him to pop up in some, uh, some city in Russia, you know, or an Australian plane, or in, you know, Timbuktu, you know. No, the Son of God coming again. He's already come once, and he was in Israel. The false prophets that are coming, they're going to try to convince the Jews, and, and much of the prophecy coming out of the church for many years has been that Israel will follow the false antichrist until they find out that he claims himself to be God. And that's what Paul warned in Second Thessalonians 2. He will set himself up in the house of God, declaring that he is God. And so these are the things you have to watch for. Again, we're talking about the flaming fire revelation, and this is actually going a different route, and a lot of times this does, but let's get into the first scripture. Second Thessalonians 1, 3 through 12. We are bound to give thanks to God always to you, brethren, even as it is meet, for that your faith groweth exceedingly, and the love of each one of you all toward one another abounds. Now see, that's what we need in our churches and among believers. And that love has to extend to those who are less fortunate and to help our brothers and sisters in Christ globally. So that we ourselves glory in you and the churches of God for your patience and faith 
in all your persecutions and the afflictions which you endure. See, they had the love of God. And they were so commended by the apostle that it's obvious when you read this. So that we ourselves glory in you and the churches of God for your patience and faith in all your persecutions and afflictions which you endure. Which is a manifest token of the righteous judgment of God to the end that we may be counted worthy of the kingdom of God for which you also suffer. The kingdom of God is not just some freebie government handout. The kingdom of God, you know, you're going to have afflictions. You're going to have persecutions. You may die. And Revelation tells us they overcame by the blood of the Lamb the word of their testimony, and they loved their lives not unto the death. Paul puts in here, about their love, their faith, their patience, and all the things that came at them. And that's part of the token of the righteous judgment of God. If you want the kingdom of God, it's going to cost you because you're on the earth and there are people that don't like God and have rebelled against him, even in America. But he goes on to say, and this is important for you to know, if so be that it is a righteous thing with God to recompense affliction to them that afflict you. Now see, he says above verse 5, he says all the persecutions and afflictions which you endure a manifest token of the righteous judgment of God to the end or the purpose that you may be counted worthy of the kingdom of God. And that's why you're suffering right now. You become worthy. You may say, well, that's why I accepted Jesus. Well, I understand. Because in America, and in American churches, that's why we do. And, in, you know, it used to be. You know, all you have to do is accept Jesus and that's it. You're on your way. And then you go live like a demon. But that's not how it works. And so he says, if so be that it is a righteous thing with God to recompense affliction that afflict you. So no, you know, it's not just you facing persecutions and afflictions. But those people who come after you to cause you trouble, it's a righteous thing with God to afflict them. And he turns around and says then, and to you that are afflicted, rest with us. So he's calling them to rest. Well, how do they rest? He says that the revelation of the Lord Jesus from heaven with the angels of his power and flaming fire rendering vengeance to them that know not God and to them that obey not the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. Now you see here, this is very important. And to to you that are afflicted, rest with us. That means realize that this is a process. There's good and evil and it's going to grow together to the end. And you can rest in the fact that the Lord is coming back with his angels in, the, in his power, angels of his power and flaming fire. Fire is mentioned a lot in the end of days. Peter talks about it. Fire. You better understand the day of the Lord is going to be one of fire and trouble for the bad guys. This is not going to be a fun time for them. But the righteous are going to be on the side of the Lord of glory.
Now, he's rendering vengeance to them because they, he died for their sins. And the wicked went on their own way and they persecuted his followers, blasphemed his name, cursed him. So he's coming back to give them due for what they've done. And those are those who do not know God. That's one section. Then here's the other one. Very interesting. And to them that obey not the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. There is a gospel. And the Lord said, if you love me, you'll keep my commandments. You can get into John 15. You can, you can read that. Matter of fact, I suggest you read John chapter 10 all the way to John chapter 18. For a special emphasis on what we're talking about. So these are those that do not know God and do not obey the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. So as a Christian, the number one thing is to obey the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. And of course, then there's the apostles who were given to direct the early church and lay down things that were given to them from the from the Lord. So that the commandments that the Lord gave and those things the apostles say do not conflict with one another. And then he goes on to say, who shall suffer punishment? And that's those two groups. Even eternal destruction from the face of the Lord and from the glory of his might. You're going to be in a place where the fire is not quenched and the worm dieth not. That's your soul. These worms, we see them as going in and out of a corrupted soul who is in eternal hellfire forever. And when he shall come to be glorified in his saints and to be marveled at in all of them that believed, because our testimony unto you was believed in that day. Now you see, The testimony of the apostles is very important. And the Antichrist and all these guys that I've found over the years, they try to blend in like they're part of the church. And then they will tell you who they are. That is one of the biggest devices of the devil. Well, I'm just like you. No, you're not. And you see, over the years, dealing on social media... I have warned about social media. I don't like social media. I do not like the technology. I know where it's leading. And so far, because of the internet and because of its method of bringing people together, it's easy for people to come together in a delusion and keep it and manifest it. Because the internet is not moral and it's not evil or wicked. The internet is amoral. It doesn't choose. It don't care. Your internet and everything with it, even when they get AI, is all man's and they are the ones that put it together. They're the ones that program it. They're the ones that say we're going to become gods. No, you're not. Because any technology and all of our technology as man will be corrupted in some form. It always will. Why? Because we're not in heaven. This technology is not in heaven. To be raised from the dead, technology didn't raise Yahshua from the dead. But when the dark one comes and he's going to mock, I mean uh, not mock, but uh, copy the Lord, he's going to die. And then he's going to be miraculously raised to prove that he is the true 
God. But in his case, technology will raise him up. And they'll declare a miracle. But see, the thing of it is, there's many people that die and come back, including Christians. To die and come back. But the thing with Yahshua is, he told you what he would do. And he died three days in the tomb and he came out of that grave. There was no technology around, no nothing. And in addition to everything and being seen, he was taken out of sight on a cloud. But the thing of it is, there is a day of that judgment. There is a time when, as believers, we will be with the Lord. And we will marvel because of his appearance and his angelic army. And he finishes it, to which end we also pray always for you, that our God may count you worthy of your calling and fulfill every desire of goodness and every work of faith with power. That in the name of our Lord Jesus may be glorified in you and ye in him, according to the grace of our God and the Lord Jesus Christ. You cannot have the Father without the Son. You can't have the Son without the Father. Period. And there's a little word in 2 Corinthians 6, 1 through 10. Actually, it's in verse 2. For he saith, At an acceptable time I hearkened unto thee. In a day of salvation did I succor thee. Behold, now is the accepted time. Now is the day of salvation. Now when we used to, and we still do, look at the words, Sucker, S-U-C-C-O-R to come alongside and help. And he brought and he, in an acceptable time I hearkened unto thee and the day of salvation did I succor thee. He sustained him and brought him you know came alongside to bring them to himself. And it became, like he said, behold, now is the acceptable time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. You know, there there is a time, an acceptable time, a limited period. Where you can make petitions. So now's the time, while you're still alive, to hearken to the Lord, come unto him. Receive his redemption. Pray for those who are unredeemed. Pray for your family. Because as sinners, we needed someone to come alongside and help us. And through the cross and the blood atonement, he made that possible. And through the fact that he's given us of his spirit is another reason. For the spirit of God helps us.
And then he goes on to talk. He says, giving no occasion of stumbling in anything, that our ministration be not blamed. He didn't want to do anything that would cause trouble, anything that they could be misled on. But in everything, commending ourselves as ministers of God, and he tells you what he does, in much patience, in afflictions, in necessities, in distresses, in stripes, in imprisonments, in tumults, in labors, in watchings, in fastings, in pureness, in knowledge, in suffering, in kindness, in the Holy Spirit, in love unfeigned, in the word of truth, in the power of God, by the armor of righteousness on the left, on the right hand and on the left, by glory and dishonor, by evil report and good report as deceivers and yet true, because that's what they called them. Evil reports were thrown at them, lying reports, deceivers who would say anything to come against the apostles as unknown and yet well known, as dying and behold we lived, as chastened and not killed, as sorrowful yet always rejoicing, as poor yet making many rich, as having nothing and yet possessing all things. That is a description of Paul's ministry. And in all the things he went through, it put proof to all those who followed him that Paul was leading the way and those with him. We don't go to church to make the pastor and his staff millionaires. We don't go to church to worship them. But today, for many years, we've had millionaire evangelists Millionaire pastors, beautiful churches. And I've said this before. I was at a Rod Parsley meeting. And at that meeting, I was getting ordained to be one of his ministers. You know, a minister. So I could come back home and start a church and do things. And uh, we were out in the foyer with everybody else. And I can't remember if this was after it or before it. But at any rate, we saw a brother over. Uh, and he was a black brother from Africa. And uh, we went over to him because he was having problems. He couldn't... Uh, get the pop machine to work so he went over there and we helped him and uh, as we were talking to him he said this is this is a beautiful church it, you even have clothes on the floor and he explained what he was doing there because he was coming to get you know ordained made a minister like I was and others there's a bunch of them and of course when you go to church at the Rod Parsley's that's what it was I don't know what it is now it was like going to church with our entire town because there was like 20,000 or something our town was only 15,000 uh, and uh, where I was raised so it's like having the entire town in there with you and our entire town had people that were nasty and mean. <laughs> but, you know, everybody was in there. And so, uh, as we were talking, he said, you got clothes on the floor. And Tara and I looked at one another, was looking around, clothes on the floor. And we saw it, and it was a beautiful carpet. We didn't see clothes. And I said, we were looking at him, and all of a sudden we said, dawned on us oh you're talking about the carpet he said yeah clothes on the floor well he was from a part of the world that he didn't know what a carpet was you know in their world the houses have dirt floors 
totally different. The pastors have to work, or if they're lucky enough to get, uh, you know, some ministry to donate a bicycle to them or something, you know, that's the only way they get around. And so you have to understand, in the part of the world, especially on Wednesdays, we report about the persecuted church. And that's the not, not the same church that we see in America. And even all this revival that you see going on, that doesn't mean a thing if it's not going to be followed by truth and righteousness. And walking in the light of Christ as you need to. And matter of fact, when you're talking about saving America, you need to have this entire country repent. Every one of And I'm all for a revival. Any kind of a revival, that's fine. But see, we need to understand that the only thing that's going to save America is the righteousness of God, the truth of God, the Son of God, and Christians who follow that. We need to be salt and light to a lost generation. We need to stand up to what is going on. And we need to get right. Because having a nice big church with all your gold and all the rest of the... And I've been in those churches too. They're beautiful. They're fun to be in. But that, in the eyes of God, is an abomination compared to the glory of our God and our Father and our Savior, Yahshua, Jesus Christ. You know, many times when Yahshua, Jesus, was talking with the Jews, he would try to tell them things. And they would say, well, we're of Moses. We know the truth. And he says, you don't know the truth. He said, you don't even follow Moses. He said, you don't even keep the law. He says, and if you don't believe the words of Moses, how shall you believe my words? And how shall you believe when I tell you about the things where I come from in heaven? How shall you believe my words, he says. And when he even declared to be the Son of God, they were ready to hang him there. And in the world, the world is still trying to hang Jesus, Yahshua. But much of the world now, especially in America, the churches are too friendly with the world. The world is not your friend. We are friends to those who need help and pray for those who don't want anything to do with it. The kingdom of God. The only redemption, the only hope for America today to last and get through this mess we're in is revival, the grace of God, and the truth of God. So make no mistake, when we talk about revival fire, and here we're talking about the flaming fire of Revelation. The flaming fire of Revelation depicts the coming of the Lord. The throne of iniquity, that's the title of our study, depicts those who are in charge, especially the devil and the coming Antichrist. But there's all kinds of Antichrist. This guy is the beast. He will appear as an angel of light, but yet his throne will be full of iniquity. And he will appeal to a world who's in rebellion against God. And they will follow him. 
The ones who are written in the Lamb's book of life will know the truth, and they will be saved. But make no mistake. The Son of God will be revealed. The children of God will be rescued, rewarded, and they will appear as the sons of God. And so when we're talking about a flame and fire and the coming of the Lord, it is a good thing, very good thing, if you repent before the event of the coming of the Son of Man, the Son of God, the greater Son of David, the Almighty in Revelation 1. Flaming fire. That's a good keyword. Revelation. That's a good hashtag. The Son of God, Yeshua, Jesus Christ. He is coming. Make no mistake. It will be the end of Satan and all of his evil. So join me, my friends, in this journey. Stand up. And remember, if you do have questions, if you need prayer, all we ask is that you go to our websites and send us an email. I do not give out my email. I mean, you go to our websites, go to the contact page, and send it in from there. That's the safest for us. I get tons of mail every day, tons of junk mail. And I've been doing this for many, many years. And uh, so be sure you can contact us. You can go to our websites, which is danaglinsmith.com. That's the Watchman Institute for Biblical Research. And you can go to warn-usa.com. We're also warn-radio.com, which is one of the old ones we had, and that takes you right to warn-usa.com. So warn-usa.com, danaglinsmith.com. Go to our contact page. You can send us an email. Now, if you happen to be one of those that want to write me an email and bring up all kinds of stuff, you know, I'm not, I'm not interested. You want to go argue with someone, go argue with someone. If you have a legitimate question, that's fine. But keep them short. If you have a need, let us know. Father, we thank you for this word, and we thank you for those that listen whenever they do. And in Jesus' name, I bind you, Satan, in the powers of darkness from the preaching, teaching of this word today and from those who listen. Touch them, bless them, and keep them safe. Don't forget to go to our websites again warn-usa.com danaglinsmith.com Until next time, my friends, take care of yourselves and be safe. Look to the Lord. He will help you and deliver you. Seek His face. Shalom. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Warren Radio.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.